Flying Field Outfitter is a fly shop and guide service located in Bend, Oregon. We specialize in fly fishing the Lower Deschutes River, Cascade Lakes, the Crooked River, the Fall River, and many other fisheries in the area. Tune into our podcast for updates on fishing reports, techniques, tactics, and fishing stories. Hangers. Hangers. Mm. Yeah. Mm. How you doing? I like superfood. Mm. Superfoods are important. I don't. I'm, I've got my herba mate. Nice. That's a super. Yeah. Late afternoon. 33 grams of sugar. That'll keep you up. Yeah. It's <laughs> like mega caffeine. That's my midday boost. The blue ones are delicious. Brewberries. Oh, mmm. Mm. Ah, mm. Berry blue. Non-carbonated. Mmm. Even better. Uh-huh. Right. Scott Cook, very sophisticated, drinking <laughs> tea and eating almonds. <laughs> I, I'm a, all about the superfood, man. Yeah, yeah, With you a are. whole lot of sugar and additives <laughs> on top of it. You went from Copenhagen to McDonald's to dill pickle almonds. What well, makes you think I didn't thing. have Copenhagen and McDonald's today? Oh, you know, boy. you know what a twenty-piece nugget costs these days? Four ninety-nine. Four dollars and ninety-nine cents. <laughs> There's no way that has any chicken in what, it. Is that like a quarter? A nugget? That's a lot of math. And it's a lot of sweet and sour sauce. Well, you gotta pay extra for that, right? No, dude. You can get like five things of sweet and sour sauce, 20 piece nugget, $4.99, $1 for a Coke. Wow. $5.99. And a lifetime full of diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just bring it to George for his lunch. He's just happy as can be. He's young. He probably likes ranch, though. I mean, he's, you know. He would be that way. What kind of dipping sauce do you prefer? Uh, I like hot sauce. Barbecue. Sweet and sour sometimes. Mm. I definitely like the spicy stuff, though. It's good. Hot mustard? Mm. The hottest. <laughs> That's too much. Oh, my gosh. What's your favorite beer right now? My favorite beer right now is going to be... Uh, tequila Terramara You've been drinking tequila lately? Yeah, by The Rock His new brand Oh It's $29 a bottle It actually tastes delicious <laughs> And I read in a fake article That if you drink one bottle a day You'll be strong like The Rock Wow So I've been going for two So I can be twice as strong <laughs> <laughs> uh, You just learned that off of TikTok With all the other uh, yeah. quality knowledge That's out there on, Yeah, I made online. it up Uh-huh but yeah, favorite beer. Um, I don't know. I think Tecate. Whoa! I miss being in Mexico. I think. Wow. Tequila Tecate. I had some Corona the other night. Man, they go down fast. The beer or the virus? Oh no! I, I know we're Corona free. It was it was Corona Premium. Oh. Yeah, so it was an upgraded version of Is Corona. Is that like the malt liquor version? No, it's like the locale version. Oh, it's premium. I think my mom left it in my <laughs> fridge from Taco Night a couple Tuesdays ago. What's your real favorite beer right now? Um, that Fresh Haze from Deschutes Brew has been in RPM. I'm still an RPM guy. Yeah, that um, one. That's crazy. That one hasn't tired out ever. Mm-mm. Right? Mm-mm. No. I mean, it's been popular for eight years. Yeah. It's a crazy thing. Now you can get it in cans, finally. Yeah. I've been drinking Elijah Craig. Um, That's good stuff. Bourbon. That's pretty good. Buffalo Trace is my standard. But Elijah Craig. I like the, uh, that tequila with some lime. 
That's all you need. Yeah. But you don't even drink, so. I no, mean, just two about? bottles of tequila a day to get strong like the rock. <laughs> um, How do you drink your tequila? Just on the rocks with a little bit of lime. Mm. While I'm cooking dinner. Mm. It's great. Yeah. Tequila on the rocks. It better be good tequila then. It's actually surprisingly good. I just bought it two nights ago. <laughs> But I saw The Rock talking about it, and I wanted it. <laughs> social media. He's a badass. He he is? Yeah. He's the top grossing actor ever. He's friends with Kevin Hart. Yeah, and he loves making jokes about him because he's small. <laughs> <laughs> There's a... What I saw somebody's like holding like this little thing. He goes, oh, look, it's as big as Kevin Hart's ego. <laughs> <laughs> he's a funny guy. He's been on a lot. Um, I suppose. I did have a. I did have a good time at the old new Crosshide Cricket Watering Hole. Oh. The yeah. New, new spot in town, the country new, bar. Oh yeah, over is that over off of Empire or whatever? It's uh, Boyd Acres and Brinson. Oh yeah. They have some very high end whiskey there. I think they have one bottle of Pappy's, which is pretty high end. Oh. Pappy Van Winkle. Pappy. Yeah, good beer. People, that's the part I like. Nice. Oh, it's, it's all about you know supporting the local dogs. That's right. Unless it's pet prop in. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's good to see. Guys are still making it happen. Yeah, let's see. Are we supposed to be talking about something? Yeah, let's talk about. Let's talk a little state of the union. I mean, uh, restaurants are open. Yeah, like twenty five percent capacity. At least it's something. We've we've uh, been full. Like we tried to go out the other night, and everything is booked, like solid, from yeah. five to like eight. Like we looked at the Phoenix. We tried to get reservations at like three different places. That's we, crazy. We ended up going to Chi or Chai or oh, yeah. whatever the old McGrath's out there. It was really good. It's a good spot. Yeah. Right for the TJ Maxx, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we. Uh, you just gotta do the blue light special like we do. What? Go to dinner at four thirty. <laughs> Where? There's no anywhere. There's never any waiting. You just get a seat right away. Don't have to worry about waiting in line. We did go out the other night with Josh and Katie, and we actually had to wait until the whole party was there until we could be seated, which was new. But mm. it's good to see everything open. Yeah. You know and. Luckily, the mountains are getting pretty pounded with snow, and it's been decent in town where we can still sit out inside and enjoy a little bit of food with our friends. So yeah, yeah. What what have you heard? What's recent on uh, snowpack and different things like that? I know I've seen Wiki up and Crane are filling up. I think Crane's almost full. Yeah. So they should start running quite a bit of water out of Crane into Wiki up, and that might jump up quite a bit. But I know it's still like record lows. Wiki up is. I was I was wondering about that article because doesn't the snow typically need to melt first before it fills up the <laughs> reservoir? <laughs> well, yeah, and if it started the season with record lows, yeah, you know, then I would I would sure assume that it's going to take a lot to yeah to fill up but even like the like ochco and prineville and a lot of that stuff out east is really low too so we still need a lot of water but at least you know some of the high elevation stuff things are filling up at least and i think by the spring they'll be nice and full it's just whether or not there's enough snowpack and and enough water storage to you know hold that water until july and august because 
I mean, that's that's what that snowpack's really good for is keeping that cold water coming into those, you know, mountain reservoirs through July and August. But Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, I think it could be what, it's the last week of February right now. I mean, a couple of years ago was that two, three, sixteen, I think? When we got hammered in March. Remember? Oh, yeah. Like just an absolute dumping of snow a couple yeah. days, so you know, that with that in mind, the worst yeah. might be on its way. It seems like the winter is getting later and later to me. I mean, you know, like we get, we're more likely to get big dumping of, of snow in, you know, February and March than we are in, you know, November and December. I mean, they're always lucky to have the mountain open and, you know, and people up there skiing by Thanksgiving and Christmas. But then, you know, it seems like we get heavier dumpings uh, later in the year. So hopefully that's the case. We definitely need the water. Um, but, uh, yeah, fishing's been pretty good around, around town and stuff though. From what I hear, we went out to the Oahe a couple of weekends ago and had a fun trip out there. Um, but, uh, caught a couple brown trout, a couple rainbows and got to tour the dam with the family. That was super cool. Um, but I've been hearing some good reports out of the fall and the crooked and the met and... You know, same old thing this time of year. It seems like, you know, small flies and big flies. So you're either throwing little tiny bluing olives and midges and that little match the hatch stuff, or you're throwing a bigger streamer or, or a leech or something like that. So, but check out the fishing reports on the website. George has been doing a great job updating all that stuff. And it's always fun to get George's perspective on what's going on around here because he's a fishy dude for sure. Yeah, fishy dude. And boots on the ground if you will in the shop talking to people five to seven days a week depending on the week about what's going on around on the waters which our guides are still working which is great uh, a couple here and there but uh just our awesome customers are always out shopping or fishing and coming back and telling us how it was and giving us their reports so just having confidence with our fishing reports that it comes from more than one source yeah no doubt well that's that's why we have george update those a lot of times he's the one that's yeah working the floor in the fly shop five days a week and so i mean even if he hasn't you know been out there this week or whatever um you know he's getting some great intel from the guides and from the other staff and and customers obviously so yeah all that info that's coming to you on our website on as close to a weekly basis as we can get to uh it's a little challenging catching up with all this stuff but we've been trying to put that stuff out and keeping the website up to date um yeah along those lines we did a big revamp of our whole website and everything else and we're still working on some of the navigation and some different things like that but um yeah if you get a chance go check that out it's looking looking pretty good yeah pretty cool you can uh you know as those that may know we used to have online flyfishingshop.com and of course flyingfield.com uh we just joined them into one place now uh, where you can shop and learn about Central Oregon. The website's a great tool. We got a, a bunch of new blog ideas coming down the pipe and uh, fishing reports weekly and a um, bunch of new content there for you guys to check out. I think it's a good mix of um, local and regional information along with, you know, product and guide trips and kind of everything's all there for you, you guys to check out. Um, yeah. Um, and yeah it's it's gonna be pretty cool we're gonna hopefully 
have a bunch of cool stuff coming out on there and through social media and everything just to keep everyone updated with product and what fishing reports and getting our guides more involved as we move move through this season and um yeah like a couple other things you know scott that you may want to cover is like what's what to expect this season when they come into the shop or if they want to go on a guided trip with us and what, how it may be different from last year with cancellations and that kind of thing or whatever you think there yeah i mean you know from the shop angle we've just we've got product coming in the door on a daily basis you know i mean obviously with covid and everything else manufacturing and shipping and you know receiving and everything has been a challenge for the entire outdoor recreation industry you could talk you know bikes or or you know skis or tents or rvs or fly fishing or whatever and you know i think there's a big uh boom going on right now in outdoor recreation and and uh, obviously manufacturing and shipping and different things like that are still um, behind um, because of all the covid restrictions and stuff that are out there and so um, but we're getting product in the door on a ba- on a daily basis um, let's see some of the new product we got in um, is a sims guide classic waiter is a new waiter from sims we have a full size run of that um, uh, the Sims also came out with a new tributary boot, which is their price point boot. Uh, we got a big Corkers boot order in the other day, so we kind of filled back up on inventory of some of that stuff. Uh, the new Winston Air 2 and a 9 foot 5 weight um, is here. The four weight, the three, four, five, and six are on their way. Um, uh, we got New Zealand strike indicators New now. New Zealand strike indicators. Some new flies. Yeah, flies are on their way, I'd say, by, well, probably by March 10 or March 15, have our kind of flies all out for the new season. Um, got a bunch of new balance leech patterns and um, uh, Euro nymph patterns and some pretty sweet new dry fly patterns. Uh, salmon fly dry fly patterns that are that are on their way so um hopefully that stuff all arrives on time it looked like the manufacturers were were able based off our preseason orders and stuff like that should be able to fulfill at a 90 percent rate on that stuff so that's good um but yeah i mean the shop is full i mean especially for this time of year for us um you know usually we have a pretty good fluctuation of inventory from season to season and and boy uh this winter the seasonality of our inventory levels have not um changed all that much we've got a bunch of inventory in and new patagonia stuff on its way should be here in a couple of days also and so you know check out the website swing in let us know if you have any questions or anything like that um but yeah guide wise you know we're looking good all the way around we've got um it's been kind of fun jerry and i um jerry's our lake guide we've been rebuilding uh one of our lake boats um recarpeting and uh we got a new yeah trolling motor and depth finder and batteries and totally rebuilding this older boat and that's been a ton of fun so we'll have three full-on lake boats ready to go this year um for up on the cascade lakes that's usually kind of a you know may 1 through uh you know mid-october um bookings are looking good i mean like we're getting quite a few bookings so if you have a date in mind or you want to just call or whatever come 
come down or call us and check that out. Um, Walk and Wade trips, uh, we're operating them right now. Um, we've had a couple of our guides out on the water in the last week and a half. They're out, you know, hitting the crooked this time of year in the fall. Um, but I think that uh, that stuff, the full day and half day walking wades are going to be pretty darn busy for us. Uh, salmon fly hatch is obviously coming up and I'm excited about that. Um, all the conditions and everything everything there I think are going to be pretty standard for you know that kind of mid-May to mid-June timeline as far as when that hatch is going to come off. Uh, yeah, we've got guides ready to go for overnight trips and... Uh, and one day floats on the Deschutes. Uh, we have a new bagger. We're super excited about Sean coming on board. He's been a good family friend for a long time and um, has some great outdoor experience. Um, but the really exciting part is he's a he's a full time chef. He um, has worked at Nine Hundred Wall um, in downtown Bend and uh, a couple other local restaurants. And so bringing some of his um, skills to the overnight trip is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be developing menu and finalizing some of the camp um, stuff here in the next couple of days so um, but we're all ready to go on all those ends and really looking forward to the to the season and things to kind of open up and get going um, oh Lake Billy Chinook is probably um, well March 1st is you know kind of a start date on that if you will um, we've got Jerry is uh, one of our head lake guides and um, very talented out there. He's got some creative ways to get into some bull trout um, up there. And really, that's kind of a March and April show. Um, and uh, if you've ever thought about doing that, you need a little bit longer cast um, for that. Usually, it's chuck and duck with seven weight, eight weight rods and sink tip lines and some bigger flies and stuff. But if that's ever been on your radar, definitely hit us up and we'll see if we can pair you up with Jerry and get you out there. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, that's kind of an update on the on the guide service front. Yeah, I'd say one more thing to add there uh, would just be coming up at the end of March uh, as our Lake in the Dunes Fly and Field University Still Water 101 session, which we have a few more openings on. So for those of you that don't know what that is, uh, it's a two-day event out at Lake in the Dunes, a little private ranch near Summer Lake, where uh, Scott will be leading instruction for how to fish still water for two days basically you get to come out you can camp you can stay at the lodge you can bring your rv out we're limiting group size just due to covid of course and um come out bring your fly rods you get to learn and uh you know it's a stock five stocked lake so there's a good opportunity to actually catch some fish uh the cost of that is 450 for the weekend which includes two meals mm-hmm. and uh some very good instruction on fishing lakes in general, but uh, obviously focused on fishing lakes in uh, Central Oregon. Yeah. So that would be good. And then, yeah, if you're look, itching to get out, we do have uh, openings on a grindstone trip, which is more of a fun trip than an educational trip, which is out east of Bend as well. It is a beautiful private ranch and has five lakes that are anywhere from... 20 acres, about 80 acres long, two to five miles apart from each lake, and nice and deep. That trip is 1,200 bucks. Perfect timing for that to go off. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
yeah, that's gonna be a fun trip. We have actually two trips going out. The other one's full and this one would be great. So if you're interested in getting out to a little private place where you get all your meals taken care of and all you have to do is go fishing and kick around on lakes with big old fish. I think my biggest trout out there is about 32 inches, but yeah, it's a fun place. So that one's 1200 bucks. If you're interested, just uh, give us a shout. I think we have three open spots left on that, so. Um, yeah, that's just an incredible piece of property out there too. It's uh, it's one of those spots I always feel, you know, just lucky to be on that property when you're there. I mean, it you know, for some people, twelve hundred dollars, you know, seems like a lot of money. It is a lot of money, you know. Three full days of fishing and and meals and private access and big fish and everything is really. It's really kind of a deal compared to what you could spend, you know, going to Alaska or, you know, Russia or Chile or Argentina, which a lot of those spots are out, out right now, you know. I mean, you want to go catch a big trophy trout somewhere, you know, there is some places just right here locally, uh, whether it's some of this private water or, you know, getting on some of these guide trips that, um, you know, we've got some really good access to here locally. So, um, you know, as, you know, everything starts to, hopefully gosh clean up a little bit with this covid thing and you know it, it sure seems like uh you know there's a there's an end in sight with you know kind of some of the vaccines and some of that herd immunity concepts that are going on and you know um obviously we're doing everything in our you know processes and procedures both here in the shop and with the guides and and everything else we're still you know not transporting clients we're not offering big lunches we're not you know doing you know still hand sanitizer and masks and taking every safety precaution you know to keep uh our staff and and our customers safe um but uh but you know there's i guess my point is is that there's not a lot of travel options right now for a lot of people. Um, you know, when we look at getting on an airplane and, and going and, you know, doing a trip, you know, to Alaska or to the Bahamas or, you know, um, saltwater fishing or things like that, there's still a lot of countries that are closed. There's still airfare and, and travel is still, still challenging. And, um, you know, we've got some great assets right around here in Central Oregon um, that can be a lot of fun so uh, but now's the time to start looking at some of those calendars and getting some of that put together and organized because um it's gonna happen all real quick here yep yeah so yeah yeah cool. i think that's all i have for now what about you that's it no thanks for tuning in and uh yeah go out there and get some fishing in and stay tuned for more there it is. thanks everybody yep thank you for tuning into the flying field outfitters podcast be sure to subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned for new episodes coming out. If you have a request for a podcast, please reach out to Kyle at flyingfield.com. Thanks again for tuning in and have a nice day. We'll see you on the water.